Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the geeks out there in our little geekdom, and welcome to another Our Little Geekdom podcast, where we talk geeks, games, and all other things that are basically geeky, which is basically geeks and gaming. <laughs> this is episode number 49. We've been doing this for a long time, guys. 49. And we'd like to welcome a very special guest, someone who is also a software developer. He's an indie software developer at that. His name is Hannes. Hello, Hannes. Welcome to the third of the show. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, um, Hannes is the developer of, um, it's going to be called, it's called Cuddle Monster on Steam, guys. So, if you want to find out anything about the games on, that he, he has developed at the moment, they're on Steam as Cuddle Monster Games. That's where you can look for them. But then look for the game, the games that are, are, are there first, and you'll find the developer name behind that and all that. It's, you guys know how to work Steam. You don't need me to tell you. Uh, anyway, guys, so we're going to find out a bit more about Hannes and his company. Hannes, how did you come up, how did, how did you developing games and do, developing in general come about? Uh, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's a long story. How long, how far back do you want me to go? As far uh, back as you'd like to go. <laughs> I, I had a Commodore 64 way back oh, in, I w guess nice. it would be like late eighties, early nineties sometime. Nice. I was like hacking away at the in basic, like making little things in there. Some of them were game like, and some of them were mm. not. And I've always been like a big like nerd uh, <laughs> in terms of like uh, coding uh, on on computers and drawing and, and like making pixel art and stuff like that. Uh, the the sh the the shift to kind of try to make games for a living came quite a bit later though so i've been mm. trying a little bit like in the uh in the late 90s early 2000s and then in 2016 um i worked for a company who had like they were getting uh, bought out and then uh they were closing down the office in our town so i mean uh, one buddy and one more guy um worked there and they were like okay you want to mo move to another city right uh and i said no nah, I, I don't really want to do that and then it was like okay so this is an opportunity for me to keep do getting um a little bit of money doing like on a con uh, what do you call it uh like a contract basis oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. with that company so i got a little bit of a seed uh money some financial stability with that and this is like 2016 or something like that yeah um so i was doing that um for uh, a year or so uh, while I was starting up my first game, which is called Hellas of the Demons, mm. uh, which we might talk about. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so 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 I did uh, did that for a bit. And then I've been um, I've had a publisher for a bit to to help me finish the uh, uh, the first the first game. And uh, yeah. That that is like the, the the start long time ago and, and then fast forward to <laughs> when I'm actually trying to do this for for a living. Of course, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's that's really awesome. I mean that's 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 quite an in depth way of actually studying. I mean look to be honest, I was a I was a geek myself. I mean I've I've been a nerd myself since I was a kid. Um, I used to take things apart and put them back together. Like I took my yes. Nintendo my first Nintendo, which is like the, the, the old old one before it turned into the NEX. So I used to take that apart and put it and just just play with the like I, I, I'd take just the chips out and keep the chips separate and play games with just the chips instead of the, the, the entire cover. Or I'd change the cover out for something different because I was a weird person. So yeah. I, I know where you come from, but I'm not a programmer. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely just a technician. I can break computers and put them back together. That's it. <laughs> I can solder them as well if necessary. Yeah. Yeah, I to totally did the same thing. Like. Uh, whenever I got any kind of electronic like toy when I was <laughs> a kid, I always like played with it for a bit and then just like what's ran and got a screwdriver it? and try to look what's inside. <laughs> uh, my parents still uh, like tells me with that like uh, kitty voice like, "How what is what does it look like inside?" is what what I always uh, <laughs> asked about shit. So. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. I used to do exactly the same thing. I used to, I used to take things apart. I would find a toy and I would deliberately break it apart just so I could see what was inside it, because yep. I'm just that kind of strange person. But then the question is, do you put it back together again and it works properly, or do you just leave it in bits and pieces? 
Well, I mean, at the beginning, obviously, when you're a kid, you, you don't know exactly what you're doing. Well, in this, in my 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 side, I, I took a lot of things apart for in in the beginning and never knew how to put them back together. But after a while, you, I came up with a system. I don't know about you, Addis, but I came up with a system where I, when I take it apart, I'd put them in specific places and then put them back together in in reverse. That's how I would actually t- take things apart and put them back together. But at the beginning, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I just to take them apart. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember if I had a tactic. Sometimes I think I could just like figure out how things uh, how things went back together. Most of the time, it, it was probably a one way trip. Uh, <laughs> depending depending on what was taken apart, yeah. Because sometimes yeah. you can't you can't figure out where parts go. Most yeah. of the time, they're pretty self explanatory. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm clumsy fingers. Like I <laughs> taking things apart is is easy putting back together is not like my uh my thing really <laughs> that's why computers are fun because you can kind of you don't have to be dexterous with your digits <laughs> unless unless you're doing a plus uh your a plus technician exams and stuff like that they're 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 really difficult about that i don't know if you've ever seen but if you oh, drop no. a screw if you drop one screw it's a failing point it's actually crazy it's, it's insane if you drop just one screw it's a failing point so <laughs> worse than surgery <laughs> <laughs> Basically, drop one yeah. scalpel, and then you're out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah so no, the, not not that. Far. I'm I'm thinking more like inside of the digital part of like on the screen. Oh, right, it's the nice software. with computers and, <laughs> and so on. Kind of take it at your own pace. <laughs> exactly. So tell us a bit about Hellu's other demons. Um, how mm. you came up with the idea for it, and a bit more about what it is about and stuff because it looks like a lot of fun yeah yeah um so so way back when i uh i used to do a lot of game jams and there was this particular game jam called gb jam for game boy jam i guess it's a copyright (laughs) uh reasons they don't call it that um (laughs) where you were supposed to make a game in a short amount of time with very limited technical specs uh, and the specs were like, I don't remember the actual numbers, but it's a very low resolution screen. And it's yeah. got like only four colors. So I came up with this uh, idea of doing um, a like a dithered look where in, in the actual like behind the scenes stuff, you have a grayscale image. And then I kind of map the different tones of gray to different parts of that. Um, uh, of, the, uh, of those four colors, and then I just applied slightly different colors to that. I was um, inspired by games like, uh, I think at least, uh, this is so long ago, I don't quite remember, but I think it was games like uh, Devil Daggers uh, and Downwell that had these kind of kind of lo-fi aesthetics with a very like action, arcadey kind of feels Yeah. Um, on this layer of like replayability. So. The game, the game is a, a platformer where you mostly in, in one arena and back in those days you could shoot left and right and you can jump and you can pick up different um, different weapons and, and, and you could get a high score and compete on, on, on leaderboard. So that was the, mm. uh, the original version of the game um, and you were like a demon slaying demon. So I, I thought like it's a, a good name would be Hell is Other Demon because yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's an appropriate name. I have to admit, looking at the game. Um, okay, for for those of you who know me, I I played a lot of I play a lot of old classic games like your Nintendo games and stuff like that way back in the past. And, in other um, words, this is right up his alley. It's right up my alley. Yeah, this is this just um, I was I was actually speaking about it earlier. This reminds me of Contra. Um, when I played Super Contra, this was the game that 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 basically. It, it was one of my most favorite games was playing the, the super contra and it gave me this the same feel but with a whole bunch of different story to it it was it, it, it's really quite epic it, i just watched the video and i'm like wow this game is good <laughs> so so yeah i know we're, we're definitely um we're, we're keen on we're going to be putting that on our wish list and we're going to be buying that definitely yeah i'll see if i can I'll see if i can hook you up with someone who, who maybe has a key or two did you make we'll, we'll the music and stuff yourself no so um the way i do things generally uh, is i'm uh all like it's hard i don't want to call myself a solo developer because it, there are so many more people involved but i make graphics and i make code and i make like the game design 
uh, and so on. And then I try to hire people for, uh, or like have contractors do music and sound design and publishing and marketing duties. Mm -hmm. um, so the music is done by Remy Gallego, uh, who's also known as The Algorithm. Um, he's a, like a progressive techno metal <laughs> act. It's uh, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, he's great, um, and uh, if you if you played uh, a game called the uh, v, 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 the the letter V six times uh, by Terry Cavanaugh, uh, the musician for that game Magnus or uh, uh, Soul Eye uh, made the sound effects for the game. So these are some some. Uh, like by extension contacts that I've had before that, that I felt like, oh, this would be perfect. Yeah. And I think, I think uh, uh, music and sound went uh, like fit, fits the game. Like, like mm -hmm. those, uh, those dudes made uh, really, uh, did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, it, it sounded like it. I mean, I was, I was listening to the music just on the trailer itself and it was, it was, it was yeah. cool. I, I thought it was kind of epic, it, it just, it, it's, it basically gave the feeling of of the game right there. All you had to do was like <laughs> that. Yeah. Boom, done the music. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes it all uh, demon e. It was quite cool. I thought it was quite interesting. Um definitely definitely something, you know, um else that that that, that, that came out of that was the, the 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 music. That was what drew me out was was when I listened to it. I thought, "Wow, this 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 just like you've got this old school design for a game." And you've got this modern music added to it. It just it it changes you don't the think aesthetic. It would of the game. work, but it actually kind of does. Yeah, and it completely changes the aesthetic of the game as well, which is quite cool. I have to. Yeah, honestly. Um, I think I think the style of the music was like it, I actually made a track for the very first like back in the days to get on Steam, you had to do green light if you remember that. Yeah. Um. So you could put your game up for, for Greenlight, and then if you got enough votes, you would be able to uh, publish your game on Steam. So I did a Greenlight trailer that actually had a track that I made, which was this kind of um, synth wavy, kind of slightly retro, but still that pumping like uh, mm. uh, thing. And, and uh, I think I showed that to a another uh, buddy of mine, Fabian, who who's actually the agent for uh, Remy. Um, mm. And um, I, he was like, oh, I know I know the perfect guy. He's actually getting into uh, making like synthwave stuff with another project that he was working on. He, he's like looking for, for stuff to do. And I was like, uh, this is this is a person uh, or a band that I've been listening to like nonstop for years and i was like over the moon about, <laughs> about like just getting in contact with with them uh sort of the same like uh with uh with magnus or soli with with, uh, with the music uh or with the the sound effects i should say but i've been been a big fan of his music uh since like that uh, the letter v6 time came out and like all of his uh other projects and soundtracks and, and stuff. He didn't end up making yeah. the music, but he did a really good job on the uh, on the sound uh, sound design of the game. I think. Yeah. So so it's uh yeah. I'm very happy with uh, with how the audio came out with uh, with, with that game. That was, was a, a, a fun project. Yeah. Yeah, and I can imagine that it, it, it sounds like it must have been quite a lot of fun. Um, and that that's uh, oh geez, like my brain just stopped working for a second. You got a question? How did you come up with the idea for the story of, of the game? I don't know if I already asked that, but uh, just like the, the the idea of making it. The, this is where uh, I might like disappoint you <laughs> with, <laughs> uh, with with story. Uh, with me, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't play. I, look, no, I should say I don't make games. I'm not good at making stories. So the story for Hell is Other Demons was like a setting, which was like, there is someone who wants to do something bad and you want to do something good. And then I, I just li like, you know, uh, at very late 
uh, part of the development, I kind of have to like sit down and just do this. So I, uh, I base the story around, uh, if you play the game, you see that it's not, it doesn't like have a ton of story. There is a bit of like these motion graphics that come up in the beginning where I drew a bunch of things uh, in, a, in that kind of four color pixel art style. With a little bit of parallax scrolling and so on, but it's, it's very, very basic. Um, and the story doesn't really play, play a huge role in, um, in the game like that. It does help to set the tone a little bit, I think. And I think it's better with than without, but uh, I am not a good storyteller or like <laughs> writer in, in in that regard. So it's 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 one thing that I want to be better at, but at the same time, it's like I'm already making uh, writing all the code and all the drawing all the graphics and like figuring out all the play. enemies and abilities and characters and everything. It's just like uh, I just don't know if I can do. <laughs> Do yeah. that part too. No, that's why. I mean, we are, obviously we all know why developing companies are rather large is because you know you've got to deal with, you know, so the, much. You got to do podcasts that, yeah. with people, and yeah. <laughs> like there's only exactly. 24 hours in the day. So, exactly. Yeah, at yeah. some at some point, like I also I have like guitars and 3D printers, and I make my own keyboards, and it's like oh, I got to mm. stop somewhere. So I just <laughs> I just neglect story or make the absolute minimum. Uh, yeah. Uh, with story for for most of my games, which is mm. something that some people might find weird. Yeah. I think most people are actually just impressed with the playability. To be honest, I mean, um, that was actually something I wanted to ask you: was, was um, how do you feel about the the um, the votes, uh, the the very positive votes that you're getting from um, from the Steam the Steam users that are actually playing the game at the moment. Um, I mean, how do you feel about those kinds of votes? I mean, it seems like they're, they're getting, you're getting a lot of praise for the game so far. It, it is, um, it's a double-edged sword. I try, like, I, I see the number, whatever that is, and I see mostly positive or whatever it is now. Mm. And then I try not to read, read most of those comments. I did in the beginning, uh, and I've, uh, it's, it's, a uh, for me, it's sort of a mental health thing. Like, uh, even if it's if it's good, it's like it feels good for five minutes, and then if it's bad, you feel bad for like a week or a yeah. month or something. You feel like you've done, you got to do something that you, you you're not sure about and things like that. Yeah, yeah it, I it's coming from. Um, it it can be a little bit rough when you're doing like, especially as you're when you're solo, you don't have a lot of. Yeah, you got to be careful with with how how your brain feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but try I try I try not to di dive into that for for good or for bad. Like I see it's mostly positive, but sometimes I scroll and I see one of those red thumbs, and I, I read that and I feel like <laughs> okay, you're right, but uh, and then I feel bad, and then I yeah. yeah. So that, just that, read that's the blue thumbs. No, Sorry? just read all the blue thumbs. <laughs> the, the problem. Yeah. The problem with that is though you'll never be able to develop your game better and be able to fix the, any of the issues i get where he's coming from mm -hmm. you don't want to but at times you you just you look at it you're like i've got to go through this because someone's going to give me some advice that i need to actually sort out and it's... i've got to go through it. it's, it's exactly the same with being content creators we you know you don't want to read the bad comments and the comments that, where people are saying that you know you suck or anything like that but you know you kind of have to because they you might have information know. you'll that, never that you know unless you change yeah, <laughs> it, 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 de it depends. I feel like mm -hmm. uh, sometimes reading too many comments make makes it feel like you're designing the game as a committee or like yeah, uh, yeah that's true. That, that kind of thing. At the same time, I know the game pretty well. Like I have reasons mm. for why I why I do things. And yeah, exactly. If if someone says they don't like this part or and it depends. Like some criticism is constructive in, in yeah, exactly. reviews that people put in i don't pay much attention if they make a post on the steam forums for example i try to try to read that because that's someone that's a little bit more invested they want yeah, to make the game better they, they're yeah. not there just to Agreed. shit on something or Wine whatever and or something like yeah. that uh, and they might have an, like a not a problem with how the game is designed but like their uh, particular brand of controller don't work or mm. uh, things like that I, I try to yeah. uh, pay attention to as much as Those possible. Issues you can fix, yeah. Yeah, because 
and the game is already out if someone says i don't like the way that like the game like uh, couldn't this have been this type of game instead it's like uh, i, I what, what what am i going to do with that yeah <laughs> like i exactly. cannot remake the game because one person said something like this yeah. was the this was the vision i had and i, I made the game as close to that vision i and of course the vision changes over, over mm, yeah, time. But, yeah of course yeah and uh, as bad as I, I haven't like from way back when when i when i actually read comments also this game has been out since 2019 mm. that's like mm. a, an eternity ago so i it's i don't gaming, keep yeah. up with the game uh daily anymore like it's yeah it's a thing that 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 goes in there when i'm working on my other game i sometimes see a little, little uh blue like you have a new message and then it's it's a forum post on on the steam forums and i try to try to read that uh as much as possible but i don't interact with the game that much yeah um yeah no, at I, this I, point yeah i definitely get where you're coming from um because because i suppose i may have worded it incorrectly it's like um because i don't know how steam's obviously steam's forums will work um, when it comes to to development because i don't develop games um, but essentially, that's 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 where I was going. It's like you're trying to look for the the, the, the bugs that are in the game, where where one of the, yes. the people will say, "I found a bug. Please fix this because I, I yeah. can't get any further." And they're not just and moaning. They're not for, just moaning about. Oh, like, I don't like this. Yeah, fix I don't like it. the story of the game. Or, or you know, no, yeah. what I meant was like if they find bugs or if they find issues that needs that you know kind of need attention. That was where you'd look at it. That, that's Absolutely. what we we don't have that luxury, unfortunately, because. <laughs> You know, we have to scroll through all the crap on YouTube to be able to find something yeah. that is actually, you know, I, or I, someone giving us decent advice. <laughs> compared to like Steam or Steam compared to YouTube, Steam is, is rather nice. <laughs> I'd say you like, got, even got a whole forum bad... thing going there. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember uh, uh, the we launched a game on Nintendo Switch and uh, Nintendo... Uh, put up the trailer on their channel or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I wonder if people like it. I checked the comments and it's like 15 comments that says like, what is this crap? They should be working on like Smash Melee 16 yeah. or whatever the number and they're on. And it's like, what am I like? Ugh. Like they're not, not that talking developer. to me there. They're talking to <laughs> Nintendo, but it's still yeah. like that actually, that actually hurt for some weird reason. Like, mm. uh, are the, the it feels like people just don't kind of get i feel i feel like when, when people are not like empathetic or sympathetic in mm. in any kind of context even if it's not like strictly towards you i feel bad about humanity <laughs> <laughs> right yeah no it's it's why I'm, I'm kind of happy that the steam deck is coming out as well though because um nintendo nintendo have got their 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 players who are all who are all basically just going um, no, I want this new Mario game or this new Zelda game, and it's got to be these games from Nintendo because I don't want to look at anything new because I'm that kind of a person. So those are the kind of gamers that they are. Whereas if you get, for example, what I like about the Steam Deck is it's basically you're getting your Steam on a handheld controller. So you can play all of the games that you've got on your Steam library on yep. this handheld. And it makes life yep. so much easier for some gamers like myself who we sometimes have to go back to south africa i'd like to be able to use my steam library even when i'm there so yeah. you know could just install the games and go <laughs> you know? so uh, yeah that's 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 well, that's a cool uh, it's a cool device i yeah. was kind of surprised on how how well it worked uh, <laughs> don't i ordered one just so, so i could like try my games on it and it's yeah. it's a really good good device like yeah. most most things just work and uh i have i have high hope like i really hope that this thing would take off so we can get get more i'm not a big portable gaming guy but because mm. my commute is like what i have like 14 stairs steps up <laughs> from from the bedroom but uh yeah so it, it's it, it's it's cool to reach more people and have people mm. play games in more places plus yeah, it's like yeah. a gaming pc like it exposes more people to pc gaming mm. in general i think yeah um yeah, exactly people who might have just got a switch or something like that and, and then maybe some of those come over and and, and get to play some some pc games some mm. indie smaller indie things or whatever so yeah i'm 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 excited <laughs> yeah as um, am i as am i i'm i'm I've, we've we pre-ordered one, but we'll have to wait for it. It's gonna take a while. Yeah. 
it's I yeah I, I don't know if i was lucky uh or if i was quick i don't remember the you date were pretty but quick i was probably pretty quick i have had it for two weeks or something yeah um, that's that's quick <laughs> yeah awesome. i think i got it like the day they announced or something like that oh okay or i ordered it pre-ordered it whatever you said you have a, another uh, another game that you're busy working on can you can you tell us a bit about that one yeah sure um so i'm working on my next thing which is is called lone ruin which is a uh more of a top-down spell slinger roguelike game where part of the appeal is that you go through this uh this ruin you fight enemies and you pick up money and you pick up more and more spells and then you map those to like i play on mouse and keyboard so left and right click uh, and you, you have up to like five spells and then you gotta play with those, try to learn how they synergize, get upgrades to those spells so it could be like a faster fire rate or something like projectile yeah, yeah. split when they hit uh, a target and, uh, and things like that. So, so you do that and then you die and then you start out uh, from the beginning again. It's like one of those permadeath kind of no meta progression uh, games. <laughs> One of those um, gonna piss a lot of people off, but still quite fun. <laughs> it's it's part of the fun. Like uh, it's uh, a full run would be. I'm aiming for like sub thirty minutes, twenty twenty five minutes for like from you enter the first room till you kill the end boss. Mm. Um, and um, the idea is that you play it quite a few times before you are able to finish the end boss and you learn to play with different weapons or I yeah. should say different spells uh, and how, how those combine and which upgrades you pick to, to make yourself strong and then yeah. um, after a few rounds maybe you finish it and then you can start uh, again compete on the leaderboards for like the highest score or uh, something like that so it, it's meant to be replayable it's uh, uh, the levels are fully like procedural. The enemies are combining in different ways depending on yeah, um, yeah, which one you you're, you're doing. Nice, um, nice. Yeah. So uh, just like with uh, uh, with Hell's Other Demons, this one came out of a jam, but this time it was a jam that I uh, put on myself. Oh, so nice. I was I was I was working on another thing like lost that was uh this uh lo well it, it was in july for uh last year uh mm -hmm. and that was like the last week before i went on summer vacation i was like oh, i don't want to work on this other project anymore like i want to do something else so i said i get one week to make a game and by the end of the week i publish it on itch itch.io okay. uh so I was like, what, what kind of game can I make? And then I streamed the entire thing. So it's like, I would say 95% of that first week is available on my like YouTube uh, uh, VOD archive. So you can watch the almost the entirety of that uh, that game. I wouldn't say it's a prototype. It was like the full game minus sounds because my brother who makes the sound and music for, for Lone Ruin uh, wasn't available. Um, yeah. And he came in. Uh, a bit later so uh yeah I, I, this one had the limitation that what is a game that is that could be cool that i can finish in one week <laughs> uh and then i thought like okay this was pretty fun and i started like talking to some people on the publisher side that i've been uh talking to before and i ended up signing with with a publisher um called called super rare games um mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, we we try to make that game cool as possible. And then back back then it was called Robes. And then we figured out, oh, that's kind of hard to Google. So we renamed it to Lone Ruin, which uh, uh, is better at the Google. Yeah, it, fits the, it fits the Google. It fits the Google SEOs quite nicely. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, at least like when I'm googling it, it it, it works. Uh, but but yeah, so so on that uh, note, like I, I I I keep streaming. Like I do that with with all my game development almost uh, almost daily, depending on which 
phase I'm in, like if I'm doing like certain platform uh, stuff, I can't sort of show those things on mm. on on stream. So I don't do that. Or if I'm like, okay, I've got to really crunch now and, and just get this done. I don't need any distractions. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so uh, I try to try to stream as much as possible. That keeps me. Um, both it keeps me company and it, and it, it just uh, you know keeps you on the straight and narrow and in, in terms of like get, getting shit done because people will call you out if you're like I can't look at YouTube or whatever when I'm streaming yeah. it might as well work but it's nice as well because it it also shows everyone out there who's excited for the games or who's been following you what you're doing and the progress and stuff and um what they can look out for or they can actually like see the changes that you're making as well which is pretty nice and it's cool yep. because it, it it gives you like that inside look and you can go oh, okay this is cool this is what he's busy with or um and even then doing that you might find someone who watches it and and might send you a message saying why don't you try this for instead of that and maybe yeah. give you better ideas or something that you didn't think of i yeah, even just gathering people who are excited about the game that want to beta test the game. Uh, I could like write on Twitter and then I get to send out a whole bunch of uh, beta keys and then I will get no invested feedback and <laughs> it's a mess. But when I kind of when you stream daily, like I consider myself like good friends with a lot of the, the people who watch me on Twitch and they just uh, help me out and uh, play each other's games and uh there's a lot of back and forth like in terms of what they think would be a good idea or actually coming up with entire <laughs> and entire mechanics that i just like going and uh so so that that part is really good there's a little like i don't have that many viewers so i don't think it really pushes the scale of like sales uh yeah. Sometimes, you know, someone knows someone who knows someone, and then it might uh, might help that way. But the the primary thing is just like, as I said before, I'm a solo developer, uh, mostly uh, this this project. So that that's a another fun like development with uh, Lone Ruin is that I've been able to bring on my brother for like um, a little bit of time each week, uh, and he makes the the sound and the music primarily, but he's also like. We're playtesting, we're bouncing ideas off each other, and so on. I feel like it's really a multiplicative thing when you're having other people to talk to. When you're just sitting in your bubble and coding and trying out the, the things, you kind of don't come up with new shit as much as if you're communicating with others. Yeah. Um, it's uh, That's been really... Really fun, and the same goes for 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 Twitch chat, but maybe to uh, in another way <laughs> or, <laughs> or so on. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, so um, you, you you're quite the quick developer. Are you looking at making this into into a, a um, like a, or, or turning the company, should I say, into something like bigger and making larger games and more? more in-depth games and things like that is something that you're looking at or are you going to keep it at, at just small small quick mm. run games i want to make smaller games if anything okay it's it's like uh with 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 robes as it was called back then lone ruin now mm. uh, i was like okay so i made this in one week what can i do in three months and then i was like in three months this is going to be such a cool thing and then yeah. After two months, it's like, oh shit! Now I got suddenly I got like eight months left, <laughs> which is which is a weird thing where which happens with uh, development of all uh, all types. Like, uh, yeah, and I I feel like right now I'm I'm really into like my next game should try to be that really small, like three months actual mm -hmm. three months project, and yeah. learning how to control scope and that's a that's a whole and, and being being productive and creative at the right points in development is is like yeah. that's a whole skill in in itself so no i'm not trying to make bigger things it would be cool to ex expand the company a little bit so maybe i can bring on my yeah. brother full-time or maybe even one more person so we get like a little bit more of a like a team feeling 
yeah. Um, uh, even if it's on like remote basis or whatever that would be. But uh, it's also one of those things where the economics kind of start to like I can yeah, I can live I can live off of <laughs> uh, water and like sand from the outside or something that's fine but i cannot do that to other people and risk other people mm -hmm. so i need to make sure that everything is uh as stable as possible for yeah uh, before I, I fully like invest or make other people um yeah help me out yeah of course no that makes perfect sense it really does um and that's that's uh essentially it's a perfect segue because basically you know that's it's um the 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 cost around actually developing games like this is actually quite a big thing but more than anything else it's it's, it's obviously you know you're working on one game like now and then um you have ideas for another game is that what's going on now are you are you looking at like you're building one game and then you suddenly have an idea for another game and then you start, start you jump into that as well are, are you are you working multiple projects now or is it just one that that used to be like this is a whole <laughs> whole subject <laughs> but i i um i have a habit of starting things up and then when things start to get hard like you, you might like recognize this character trait from from other people but uh you start something and then when thing like it's so fun in the beginning and then you hit this point in the development where it's like okay now things are getting a little bit hard and not everything is fun and the uh, mm. the, the the velocity of development is so fast in the beginning and then it starts to slow off and then someone says something nasty on Twitter about how this is not a, a cool game or whatever <laughs> like the mentally unstable and then I feel like oh, I don't want to do this and I don't have to because I haven't I'm, I'm not like signed to anyone with this and then I uh, but I also have this other project right so uh, with Lone Ruin I tried to because I was doing between I released Hellas of the Demons and uh, when I started Lone Ruin full scale development in, in like September or October uh, of, of last year, um, I uh, I did a lot of smaller projects that went to like, you know, 20% for completion or something. And then I just like started a new thing. So I've, I've been trying to not do that with, uh, yeah. uh, with Lone Ruin. Uh, at the point where the project is right now, it's starting to get uh, to a place where, like, I definitely will finish this game. Like, that is not <laughs> that is not an issue, uh, and I I can afford to think about maybe do like little prototypes for uh, for things. Um, so yeah, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna try to start up a Monday prototyping thing. So I like steal one day from. From development or, or something like that of, of Lone Ruin and, and try to think about the next game because it's okay. it's one of those things where like you, you finish a game you release it and then you don't have money for at least a call like if, if it's a super hit you don't get any money until like two months after yeah so what do you do in the meantime you gotta have have like you, you don't want to be in the in the place where you do, you're not working on anything you don't have any money and then or at least not any money coming in um, so you want to be uh, ahead, get ahead of that a little bit and be like excited yeah. and start building build, build something else before uh, before you get get that out. But yeah, it's, it's still a ways to go with uh, Lone Ruin. So we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see exactly how 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 much of the prototyping I get to do uh, for whatever yeah, next course. project comes of out. Course. It's gonna be a small one though. That's the thing I'm <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> about right now. In your opinion, um, what makes, and it, it might be a weird question, but it is something that just came into my head, so I thought I'd ask it. But in your opinion, what do you think makes a good indie game? Um, like things to consider or good... to look out for or anything like that. So this is a hard one. Like I think... Uh, and I'm trying to distill like, okay, I like these games. What are the properties of those games that I, or like the attribute that, that those games have? Um, and like, uh, mostly to me, I think it just comes down to taste. What kinds of games do you like? Uh, mm -hmm. 
when it comes to indie games, what usually happens is that they're smaller and they have a more interesting art style than maybe the AAA side. Yeah. And I really like when when you push the things that are indie. Like if you have a uh, more out there idea, I think that's sometimes a cooler thing that you can maybe, if there are things that you can only do in indies, that would be like a thing that I like um, in, in indie games. But at the same time, like my, my favorite games are like Hyperlight Drifter, which is like an indie game or Hollow Knight, which all those are not like super interesting mechanically, but they have an aesthetic, uh, a not as much a story, but a, a, a like a lore or Mm. setting that 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 i find really interesting and i'm also a sucker for a cool art style so yeah i don't know if that's an answer to that question but but it, it's some of my thoughts at least <laughs> yeah and no, i think i think from 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 my side i, I mean looking at what at kez's question for example it was it's 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 very hard to actually tell you know what a good indie, indie developer would be because each developer has their own design and their their own idea of what games should be i mean if you look at for example i'm playing breathage at the moment a game called breathage on microsoft and these guys are, are also indie developers and um you know they the, the game is is not the same as for example um any of your games or even even some of the triple a titles it plays like a triple a game but it's not <laughs> yeah and uh it's 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 very it's a very comedic survival kind of game so half the time you've got this robot talking to you and it's it, it actually cracks you up because um it's cracking jokes throughout the entire game and, and every time you come across something it'll crack a joke about um how how this this was done by the developers on purpose and they they fought it, it basically they're making fun of themselves and yeah. um i thought that was very it was very cleverly done but again that's that's an, in, a particular kind of indie game um, yeah. And each one of them is brings out a different, you know, it brings out the side of the developer. You know, you can kind of see where the developer comes from. Um, like yours is, is more. Um, I, I can see that you 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 seem to like the speed run kind of things where you run through games really quickly and then you can replay it and then do it again differently and then so on and so forth. It, it's 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 a different kind of game and it, it's definitely one of those games that I don't mind playing again. I know that Toast will probably play it because he loves to go through games. That are difficult and um you know basically hurt him that's why he plays dark souls <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so he'll love this game because it'll it'll feel very dark soulsy and it'll hurt him a lot <laughs> and I, I think it's a it's a question that highlights like different things like i don't consider myself a very like innovative game designer i like to take parts of something that i like and kind of distill that into something like cut out all the fluff or trim the fat or whatever you want to mm. call it and make yeah. a game that's that the things that I like about some other games but yeah. without the things that I don't like so it's like a purer experience and if you're doing and that, I think that's sort of why I don't do story that much yeah. because I don't really care like I, I I watch don't get me wrong I watch uh Vati Vidya like uh and uh Mossbag on YouTube doing like uh, Dark Souls and and Hollow Light Hollow Knight lores for like I probably log hundreds of hours of those videos I like that yeah. in that context like outside of the game but when I sit down and like text boxes pop up with lore that I, I just want to jump and hit shit uh, <laughs> and I, I feel like I, I'm trying to make games like that that doesn't put things between you and the thing that you like yeah. And oftentimes that makes the games kind of shorter. And if you're focusing on that, you got to have sort of replayability because what else is there? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it pushes you in, in in directions like that. But mm. I also like, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, it is a, a good a question that, that kind of highlights some of, some of the differences. Yeah, there are um, many gamers yeah. out there that are exactly the same as you. That, that actually just they don't want to go for story. They just want to jump in and hit shit and just yep. beat the crap out of shit. That's all they want to do. They're not interested in, in stories and stuff like that. Sorry, make, uh, a, make mess. a mess, make a mess out of yes. whatever <laughs> the Agreed. game designers have, have, yeah. have put in for you. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what that's what a lot of gamers out there actually want to do. You know, they just want to jump on and play something that that literally is just. I want to play. I don't. I don't want to read a story. I don't want to watch a story. I want to play. 
so um there's a lot of gamers out there that are actually like that so um i think you've, you've got the right market when you when it comes down to 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 that kind of thing because there are a lot of people out there that will do that now i mean look at your fortnites and your your apex legends and all there's no there's no story to that it's just no. run in and shoot shit <laughs> yeah. or even if you're like going going very like if you're looking at a game like vampire survivors or snaker x or yeah whatever those games are very pure experiences with weird like i think uh, to some degree they are also like doing the thing where you take parts away from another game and then just make it about a single yeah single mechanic or yeah, yeah. uh and I, and I've, I've, I find that is interesting and it's really hard to sell a game like that for uh, for whatever the, the the Scottish version of, of, of 600 Swedish crowns <laughs> like the, the price is for or is it 700 now I don't even know I don't buy AAA games that much but like that it's uh, really hard to make a game like yeah. that in in the setting of you have 400 people that you need to feed. Uh, yeah yeah and then then the games kind of become safer bets mm. maybe or whatever but you so you focus on different things where you can actually leverage that that's that scale and size where yeah i mean that, better graphics or really exactly. good story or yeah i whatever. mean and that's that's where that's where the, the, the indie developers are different from your triple a titles and this, this is something that that kind of annoys me about some triple a triple a companies um, you know the indie developers they look at the value of their own game they they look at their game they say this game has got this value and i believe that it is valued at this game and it's not at, all, at this price and it's not as expensive as as your triple a titles because the the indie developers know that triple a titles like your your um your your ubisofts and your your um jeez i'm forgetting i'm forgetting i have no idea what triple a companies there are <laughs> Activision, um, Activision, Blizzard, those guys. <laughs> Where you pay, uh, you pay basically. Okay, for us it'd be fifty to sixty, even seventy pounds for a game, and you know that's a lot of money to spend on a game that is, it's just not worth it. Sometimes broken, sometimes not really a hundred percent finished. Very, yeah. just not worth it. And, and you sit there looking at this going okay you know what and then you find like an indie title where the game is is very similar to to what the triple a title is but it was an indie developer that developed the game and it's 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 different but it's not you know they're, they're similar but different yeah. um and you find that one it's like i would spend 70 pounds on that i would spend my 50 60 <laughs> 70 pounds on that indie game rather than spend yeah. it on that triple a title because these guys took the time to actually look at the game and give and make the game worth playing basically make yeah. it for the people who are playing the game which is for me that, that that is the most important thing is the indie developers actually focus on their clients because they know that without the without the gamers out there there's no money <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and and i think like size is uh if you if, if you have like hundreds of people that there is you cannot like steer that ship you cannot turn it quickly enough to avoid some disasters exactly you're gonna yeah. end up like oh shit we if we overshoot by two weeks we're actually burning through the profit margin for year one or whatever yeah. it's, it's like so much <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. such scale to to things mm. that that i can totally see how how that becomes uh with like better and better graphics that like in the end like either we're gonna have really expensive games or we're gonna have smaller games and i welcome smaller games yeah but at the same time i also uh i don't really i don't remember the the last like triple a thing i played but it was i guess i play like destiny 2 uh triple a it's considered triple yeah. a yeah yeah it's like that's a game <laughs> um, but 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 like so I, I like that those exist too and i want i want that to work but yeah, yeah i can totally see how people get more and more frustrated with uh with those uh where, where the the like and you, and you can do, you can do this with uh, indie games too like yeah. adjust for inflation just and see that the prices of games have actually gone down <laughs> yeah. uh but 
it feels like the the value you're getting is smaller for various reasons one yeah. of them is like there are so many games out there that you value exactly. each individual one uh, quite yeah. a bit less mm. um and, and and yeah i think it, i think it's a an interesting like perspective on things too to just like compare the, yeah. the money of things um yeah yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's the same as like with Hello Games, for example, the guys who made No Man's Sky. You know, yeah. they they made a huge mistake in the beginning, and they owned up to it. And okay, it took them a while too, but you know what? They owned up to it, and they said, "Look, we fucked up. We're sorry. We're gonna do what we can to fix it." And they redeemed themselves really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at what if you look at what No Man's Sky looks like now, in comparison with what it looked like when it was on release day, they really did redeem themselves a lot to the yeah. player base and to to their own investors which you know that that is it's one of the very few companies that has actually pulled that off because a lot of companies that do that when they do that people just stay annoyed at them they refuse to buy the game anthem is a perfect example of one of those games That's that right. was oversold and undermade and people didn't buy it you know and that happened because i mean there were a myriad of, of, of factors obviously we all know there were a myriad of factors um i think there was more the higher ups than anything else that actually were like um, we're gonna sell this game to the players and they're gonna buy, pre-buy it because it looks really good we expect you yeah. to do this and the developers are saying guys we can't do it in the time that you're asking us to this is not gonna work and um the higher ups kept saying do it do it do it and they kept saying we can't we can't we can't <laughs> eventually it <laughs> just then... fell apart you know i think <laughs> one thing with, with like no man's sky would be that i guess they couldn't have continued working on it if they didn't make money from the initial release yes it's true uh, i actually so, you, so yeah. to some to some degree i think not enough people returned the game so maybe yeah. there's a little bit of a hype storm around like hating on uh, what was his name? Sean, Sean Murray? Or, or something like that. I think it was Sean uh, Murray. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, and, and it's like, <laughs> people just whip themselves up into a frenzy and, and start saying various things. And this is part of where, like I said before about how I find it, uh, I, fe I feel bad when, when I see like people not being compassionate or empathic uh, mm -hmm. towards other people. And it's like, everyone just pile on to this company now and then maybe that is not even based on anything and then yeah. all the stories are that, that are written about no man's sky is about how that game didn't live up to whatever expectation is it is and they forget like it was probably like the people who kept playing like someone kept playing that game yeah. it wasn't a total <laughs> failure like if you if you look at what what people say about it it yeah. definitely was not and then yeah, definitely not uh, and then enough like the, it must since they kept going i don't think they had that much money in the bank that they could just continue exactly. going they're yeah. they, the cool thing they have is that they're pretty small but yeah. they could keep going probably because no man's scale no man's scale uh no man's sky <laughs> actually wasn't such a terrible game from the beginning anyway and no. then the redemption story actually helped them but maybe they wouldn't have like i don't know how to put this but like maybe they didn't have that big of a problem with the game as people said yeah anyway yeah you know i uh, i have to be, admit that i was one of the people that played the game regardless um it's the same as as cyberpunk i mean mm. uh, i gave i gave cd project red the benefit of the doubt uh, when it came to cyberpunk i mean i know that really they've they they, they made you know they, they they released the game broken and all that stuff and a lot of it didn't work on but they're still been fixing but it they've been fixing the, the whole time. Well. clearly the same and what you just said there exactly what you just said there they didn't they clearly didn't lose that many sales because they carried on developing the game they carried on working on the game and cd Pro and, and cyberpunk has cd project red has carried on working on cyberpunk um since this whole debacle and they've just they've managed to carry on improving it and keep making it better and better they are fixing the bugs along the way and yes people can be annoyed as they want to sorry i've got a very bad itch there i oh. <laughs> go for it <laughs> um people can be as annoyed as they want to i agree 
and yes, I, I was I was slightly upset that the game came out broken. I was expecting it though because I I, I yeah. did the game the game was was delayed, and then delayed again, and then and then the market and the, the gamers started moaning about the fact that the game was delayed. So they had to go, okay, look, we're gonna have to release it as is, and mm. um, it was released broken. So I, you know what, I'm I'm not taking the blame. I'm not saying that the the, the company is the only thing to blame. It's the impatience of the gamers when they said they need to delay it because the game's not ready let them delay the game don't get yeah, angry with them for but, doing that <laughs> yeah you, you're not you don't like the, the problem I, I think part of the problem is pre-orders <laughs> because yeah. then you're actually saying you're exactly. buying a thing you will get it time. yeah but if, and, if if you don't have pre-orders you're like uh, you don't have to the only only thing you have to do is pay your workers and then mm then you can go on for forever like yeah. uh, and people just have to accept that yeah i, th I think the, the the coolest example of that right now is uh silk song if you're following the silk the, song. the it, it is hollow knight's uh sequel oh okay um which is like uh been radio silence for since forever now but sometimes you, they you just put in a little thing and it's, a, it's sort of almost like a meme thing right now where there is a youtube channel that has like daily silk song news and they put up like a 15 second thing every day and it's always just like no no news today Magic or something yeah. like that yeah uh, you should uh, if you haven't played uh hollow knight you really should That's i actually a really went good game. to i've I, I saw it on game pass the other day and I'm, i'll give it a shot too I, i've seen a few people play it as well and i'm like oh it and then something else catches my eye but <laughs> i saw it again last night and i uh, i started the install for it so i might just play it today it, it looks cute and fun but also weird at the same time from what i've seen it's... i love the artwork in it the same as yes. you I, every every person that i've watched play it the artwork for that game is just so yeah. pretty yeah and, it, and it's it's done by like three people <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's crazy what scale that game has and uh yeah if, if you haven't spoiled yourself with uh uh with that game yet just go in sort of blind and see where it takes you uh oh, definitely it, it, it looks cute but it, there might be something more in there oh, you'll mm. see <laughs> yeah of course no definitely but so what we're going to do now is we're going to ask you some really silly questions it's like we call them silly questions it's just like so people Quick know that you are questions a, yeah it's like so people know you are a person and you're not just like you know, hiding behind a screen saying, I'm a corporate man and that's it, nothing else. I am a corporate man. I'll, I'll take off my uh, my robot mask now. <laughs> and my real face can... Your real face can show. Come yeah. through. Yeah. So, so it's basically just so that, um, obviously also the people listening so that they can they can hear that you're, you're like, you, 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 you either have the same likes as it's they do or not. silly fun things. It's silly fun questions, yes. So okay. Andrew, you can start this time though. I'm going to start with the, the weird ones, burgers or pizza? Pizza? Any reason why pizza and not burgers? Um, like burgers, like pizza is almost always good, but burgers is... Okay, so my brother and me, <laughs> this, this is not going to be quick fire, is it? Uh, my brother and I, he's a chef, <laughs> uh, we make smash burgers or like he makes smash burgers and I watch him in a very like in, intense way. When we make smash burgers on my grill out here, those burgers are better than any pizza I've had, but most pizzas are better than most burgers. Okay. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That actually makes perfect sense. Your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, favorite sci-fi movie that you've seen? Oh, that I've seen. That is a hard one. Um, it, recently, I, I kind of like Dune, the the new Dune. I thought that was that was pretty cool. Like a, a little bit slow, slow feeling in a good way. Like yeah. I missed that from older sci-fi stuff I used to watch. Okay, it was like almost a throwback in terms of of like the, the pace. <laughs> yeah, like that one too. Oh, I couldn't thing. stand it. Yeah. <laughs> she watched. She watched into to to when they land on the station on the space station. That's as far as she watched. She was like, "This movie is so boring. I can't watch it." <laughs> yeah, it can. It can. It can take you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to. At least I tried. She did yeah. try. Yes. 
That is yeah. a surprising thing. She watched The Godfather and absolutely loved it. So, you know, um, it shocks some people that she actually likes The, the, the Godfather. But I don't know. It's, it's a decent movie. I enjoyed it. I've got the entire series, so I liked it. But anyway, that, that, that was that, that's a good one. I like I like Dune. Dune. Dune was a good book. So the the movie was the mo- original movie wasn't great, but the the new one is apparently exceptional. So yeah, I think it's it's good. Cool nice. sound design everything <laughs> yeah i've heard so i've heard so a lot of people are telling us we need to watch it favorite super villain sorry favorite super villain uh, a real one or fictional um i can't say that i have one i am not that i don't watch any of the marvels or dc stuff i mm-hmm. What I, I used to read a little bit of uh, comics on like the iPad, but that was like The Walking Dead, and there was no like super villain there. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't actually don't have an answer for that one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> What's his name? Professor Chaos. Uh, what? Professor Who? Chaos <laughs> from South Park. <laughs> oh, okay. But as Dutch. <laughs> okay, that. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Golb in Adventure Time. Oh, good enough. Good enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's pointless to ask you what favorite comic because you clearly you were quite a fan of uh, The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my favorite comic is pro- comic is probably like He Man from way back in the days. I, I used to uh, read those like religiously whenever they came out uh, mm. over here and uh, so i would say probably say that it doesn't feel like they've held up very well uh, in in uh, in like grown up times but yeah recently I, I like the the walking dead i actually like reading why the last man is a thing i think i read which i think i like um but it was it was, it was a while ago uh, okay. i can't think of anything so um, yeah, not a whole lot of comics all right favorite novel uh, when did I read something? Uh, I don't read a lot, but I would say so. I did read uh, what is it called? Uh, the new Andy Weir uh, thing uh, with uh, with space uh, <laughs> and things. Uh, Isn't all on all Andy Weir's books about space and things? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm totally not googling the name of the book here. I'm totally not doing it right now. <laughs> while you're <laughs> googling, then, not that's what, what I'm doing. Well, then while you're googling, do you prefer Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, Project Hail Mary. Uh, I'm. Uh, I like uh, traditionally. I'm a Star Wars guy because that I didn't watch Star Trek when I when I grew up. Uh, at all but i've liked some star trek since then but i know i'm more star wars than star trek star yes. wars nice okay in, in that case vader or, or oh, sorry should it be luke skywalker or anakin skywalker mm. anakin anakin depending on which <laughs> movie but uh, original <laughs> trilogy i i mm, dark you dark, so you like you like Vader. Yep, good choice, good choice. The dark side has cookies. Dark side. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I think that's pretty much yeah. it. Though I mean, I've got no more quick fire questions at Mm-mm. least, unless you do, Angel. Mm-mm. Sorry, my shoes are getting under my feet there. So obviously, before we go, we need to find out where. Well, our viewers and listeners need to find out where they can find you. So let them know where you on social medias they can find you and obviously just where they can find your game and all those things yeah you should go uh to twitter.com slash kebab check below for the actual yeah we'll link. drop that in the, the link below, uh, yeah. follow me there uh there you can find links to to all my projects status updates and so on uh, and then when you're on steam you just uh put in the search box lone ruin and then you find the game Lone Ruin, and it would be really cool if you could wishlist that. That would uh, that would really help me out. And uh, yeah, those are those are the most important ones. All right. Well, I'm going to wishlist it quickly, and now while I'm at it, because 
I do forgot it. to. See, I'm ahead of schedule. I already did it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and also if you're like interested in game development and like maybe want to be part of that uh, Twitch uh, community that I'm trying to foster, just check me out on on, on Twitch as well. I'm Kebab Skull there too. Uh, you can hang out with me and some other people uh, make games, talk about games, uh, nice. have a good good time. Nice. Okay, so there, there you go, guys. Um, Kebab Skull is actually spelled K E B A B S K L E S K A L E S K A L E. No, no, there's no E. K E B A B S K A L L. There we go. No E. No E in there. My apologies. There you go. Sorry, I was misspelling it on not on purpose by mistake. My brain likes to do things like that. I apologize to all of you guys out there and to you. Yeah. Um, sorry, Alice. <laughs> but no anyway, worries. thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a wonderful, wonderful time, I and mean, we had a really good, great time talking about your games. Um, and and thank you for 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 jumping on and just giving us a bit of an insight into you as a developer and your company as a, as a company as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Good to talk to you. Awesome. And for you guys out there, if you really liked this video and you enjoyed sitting down and ch listening to us shoot the shit as we always do remember to hit that like button down below if you really really liked us hit that subscribe button down below if you didn't like it you can hit the dislike button and tell us why because we don't mind we like to get that kind of information anyway so guys as always remember keep <laughs> sorry i kind of lost my voice there hi hi